Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a podcast from Minute Media. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my God. You've got all your Charger gear on because. I look good. I got big energy every day. Let's go! And he is dicked. Blind squirrel finds an every once in a while. That's right. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Come on, Players, coaches, staff, fans, together, we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for some good content. <laughs> well, it there, folks. Welcome back to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Wooldog, sitting with my brother, Kev, hugging Duggan. Son of a... Son of a biscuit, folks. Uh, It was a rough, rough game on Sunday. So rough that uh, Coach couldn't be here right now. (laughs) (laughs) He couldn't face the music. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Coach couldn't be with us this first half of the episode, but I promise you, Coach will make an appearance in the second half of of this monster episode. Yes, lots of Coach. He will give his two cents, but unfortunately couldn't be here for the first half. Uh, and it's, I mean, it's fine all for the better, in my opinion. Like if there's a game <laughs> that you don't want to be on Charger chat and talk about, this could be that game. Um, yeah. yeah Chargers lost 13 to 28. God, it was can such I, a rough game, man. Can I tell you what this game did to me? What it, 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 t- it took me to like you? a weird dark, dark place after the game. <laughs> so w- I'm watching the show with my wife, you know, we're watching, um, Yellowstone mm. fantastic show. I'm sure some of you guys have seen it. Yes. So what what this game did to me was we're watching an episode and there's an injured horse and the injured horse gets shot in the head. And I was like, yeah, (laughs) for a moment, for a moment. And my wife looked at me and was like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, I hate the Broncos. (laughs) This Broncos game has made me hate TV horses. Was it a white horse? And I want them all shot in the head. Yeah. It was a white horse? It was, no, I was like a, darker it was a bronco vibe it had a bronco vibe what i'm saying is that game pissed me off and it turned me into like a monster while watching yellow (laughs) yellowstone and my wife doesn't trust me with my children anymore oh man yeah that was just that was such a a frustrating game it was not like 
there were, I mean, there were peaks and valleys. There were stressful moments, but it was just more frustrating, I think, than anything general else. Frustration. Just general frustration, whether it be dropped passes, whether it be penalties, um, whether it be Herbert getting sacked, whether it, it, there was just so many, it, whether it be a missed field goal, the first missed field goal for Mr. Hopkins, like it was just really frustrating. So it it's, it's honestly kind of the less said about it, the better. Um, but looking at the stat lines, Justin Herbert was 28 for 44, still threw for over 300 yards. 300 yard game. Still, like, that doesn't feel like he had a 300 yard game, no, does it? No, it really doesn't. It's, I, I think what we need to remember watching this game is like how pivotal those two interceptions were. Oh, like usually that turnover is what decides games, right? So mm-hmm. like those two picks came at the worst possible time. Like mm-hmm. we were still absolutely in that game. We're still chasing it, but yeah. It, we were going to score and he rolled and threw to that just just really bad pass, like yeah. an underthrow, like maybe his first underthrown pass as a charger, something like that for that first pick. Right. And then the dropsies, the charger dropsies that we have now that gets deflected in pick sick. It's like, that was so bad. It just went from bad to worse really yeah. fast after a day of no offense. We had no offense. It was not even that fun mm-hmm. to watch. It no. was just so stressful. Defense came to play. Derwin James got an amazing interception. I thought, that was, I Andrew thought he threw it in Locke. the dirt. I thought he was yeah. like, oh, he threw it in the dirt and Derwin just got in front of it. It was like, no, Derwin got his hands under it, pulled it up into his chest and made the interception. Like that was amazing. To, to see with that. like it was like right at the end of the second quarter too like they were yeah. about to go that's what, kick that was a field goal how we got our touchdown we we scored on that interception so that and, and that was what was so frustrating was like obviously I mean the very first drive was three and out like from the one yard line that was just like oh god like <laughs> not yeah, how like, we wanted pinned to us start. down on the one like yeah we're, the field position we're getting is shit yeah no that was that was rough and then. You know, Broncos are up 14 to nothing at one point, but then when Derwin gets the interception, we score off the interception. We're going into the half, seven and 14. It's like, okay, we get the ball back third quarter. We're going to get it. We're going to score, and we're still going to be in this. And that just didn't happen, man. It just did not happen. I mean, Justin Herbert still threw for two touchdowns. Uh, Eckler getting one of them, and the other one, amazingly. That Cook. That Cook touchdown. That was crazy. That was like... that's. That's one of those lucky ones you don't want to like burn on a game like this. That's like I want to save That's that true. for later in the right. season. Yeah. Cause that was one of those Hail Mary balls that you might have like cashed in your chips on. You know, hopefully <laughs> not, but that was such that was, a that was crazy. That was our that practice catch. Hail Mary. And and we did yeah. pretty good. So we're we're now we're prepped. We're ready to do it again. I like what you did there. there I like go. what you did there. <laughs> um and as far as rushing is concerned, uh Justin Herbert. Was the lead rusher for this team? <laughs> Apparently, uh, four carries for thirty-six yards, averaging nine yards a rush. That's incredible. Austin Eckler was behind him, uh, rushing for thirty-one yards, averaging two point six. And Joshua Kelly, uh, I, did one Joshua Kelly fly. only have that, that one f- carry? That was the fly. No, that, I think that was a catch. So that didn't okay. count for that. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. But yeah, one carry for for Joshua Kelly, who we've hardly seen at all this year. Weird for him to be. The running back behind Austin Eckler. Interesting choices of running backs this week. It's absolutely we 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 carried four running backs this game. You you know we brought up Bradwell from uh, from the practice squad, and boy, a lot of people were cheering for him to come in and just plow through and and make his presence known. But really, didn't get an opportunity. Didn't get the opportunity. So I don't know if it's just because we were constantly chasing, you know, trying to get those third downs and I don't know. I don't know what the reason was behind it. Obviously coaches made decisions. 
Um, and as far as the Denver Broncos are concerned, wow, Teddy Bridgewater only threw for 129 yards, 11 for 11 18. 11 of 18. Only threw 18 passes, and he didn't even play the whole game. Drew Locke came in for part of that, threw four for seven for only 26 yards. Our secondary did well here, like, you know, from just the number standpoint, it didn't right. feel like that in the game, but right. they basically let them run all over us. It was yeah. basically like the uh, Pittsburgh game didn't happen. Um, and they decided to run all over us. And Melvin Gordon had 83, Javante Williams, 54. And then Teddy scored that, you know, he had like 10 yards on, you know, on that one touchdown. of those being the touchdown. Right. It's just a weird game, man. Like I, I never, there, the highlight of that game where actually I, I remember like talking to my wife being like, I had one moment of excitement and that was when really when that interception happened. Yeah. Like, that was like that, like, oh yeah, let's go. Turn it around, turn it around. That, we're gonna, we're gonna get the, and then yeah. that was the end of it. By the time we scored in the fourth quarter, it was like, we're this, we're out of this. Like, it's just oh, not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's too so, far. It's just a bizarre ass game. And yeah. It felt very lame. It was very lame. Um, but even in a lame game like this one, there are still accolades to hand out, folks. Austin Eckler is now the third undrafted player to reach 5,000 scrimmage yards in his first five seasons. So, wow. Only in NFL history, in the yeah. entire history of the NFL, there have been only three, and Austin Eckler is one of those people to reach 5,000 scrimmage yards as an undrafted player. In the first five seasons, congratulations, Mr. Eckler. You work, certainly brother. deserve it. You you certainly work your hardest out there, and we we don't we don't not see that. We see that every we single week, you. and we absolutely appreciate you. Another guy that we appreciate is Mr. Keenan Allen, uh, who is now tied for first at the as the fastest 700 career catches. Did that in 111 games. Mr. Keenan Allen tied with Antonio Brown. More than, you know, got it there quicker than Julio Jones, got it there quicker than Marvin Harrison, 700 career catches, Keenan Allen, fastest. That's pretty crazy, man. Yeah. Congrats to you, man. Like, got to find the, got to find the the happiness in the, in the sad day that was Sunday. And there were some happy things that came from well, it, I guess. It, there are some happy things. I mean, it just, it reminds you that like, we're not a terrible team, guys. Like we've got good players on here that are really working their butts off and, and being productive, it's just, there were just some really frustrating moments that didn't go our way, whether it's dropped passes or penalties. There was just, it just was not happening. Um, yeah. Let's see, there's a tweet here from Mike Clay. Uh, Broncos top wide receiver tight ends today. Uh, Tim Patrick had two receptions for 26 yards. Jerry Judy, two receptions for 25 yards. Cortland Sutton, two receptions for 17 yards. And Noah Fant, three receptions for 12 yards. So, Nobody made you look more than that. 26 yards. <laughs> you look at that, dude. We should have won that game just by the, the numbers. Right. But you the, look at the numbers and you're like, oh, clearly Chargers should have won this. And I, I think it just goes to show like we really shot ourselves in the foot all mm -hmm. game. Like it was penalties. It was the yeah, offensive line. Just it, it was just the drops, the penalties, the guard play, the tackle play, you know, like Herbert never getting comfortable in there, still throwing for 300. You right. know what I mean? It's just we just. It, two interceptions it's like you can't you can't come back from this these kind of things yeah. so we should have beat that team man should have beat them i mean i it, it's yeah the interceptions i mean the pick six that was really that was the nail in the coffin that, it was that just sucked. like yeah oh man um but fear not folks 
Uh, the AFC playoff picture after 12 weeks so far, Ravens are at the top eight and three. Number two, the Patriots, followed by the Titans, Chiefs, Bengals, Bills. And sitting at number seven is the Chargers at six and five. And the Raiders and the Broncos are also at six and five, but we still have the lead with our divisional wins right now. So it's, we're still in this. Like, I yeah. think a lot of the, the thing that is kind of hard, you know, when you go on Twitter and you see what everyone's saying and all the complaining, like, I get it. You're frustrated. It yeah, sucks. It's a frustrating the loss. The way, the way we're complaining is that we're, you know, it feels like the complaints are equate to like we're the Jets right if we were the worst team in the NFL do you know what I mean like absolutely fire everybody you know Staley's right. not it, he's over overhyped so like all this stuff is like guys whoa like we haven't every we haven't been this good in like three three years right four years we haven't had we started out this hot so I think I think it's sucks losing to a divisional opponent sucks right losses suck still, in general and then losing to a divisional opponent absolutely just amps Extra up the suck. suck. Yeah, the suckage goes way up. Super suckage. Yeah. So it, but it's, but we're not out of it. Is is the point? We are still in this. We are still fighting for our playoff spot. We're and we're still we're still there, folks. Just don't uh, don't abandon ship just yet. We're still mm-hmm. we still got a lot of ground to make up. There's still six weeks of football to play. So it's a lot of football. Still left. Still a lot let's, of football left. Let's enjoy it. Absolutely. All right, now it's time to take a look over at Twitter and see what everybody is tweeting about today. We start with Gilbert Manzano tweeting out Chargers head coach Brandon Staley on offensive coordinator Joe Lombardi. Joe's doing a really good job coordinating our offense. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler, they're all having career seasons. We've ranked in the top 10 in every metric that you could ever hope for. Yeah, uh, it, it sucks. Uh, metrics are great. The numbers are great. I want to see the, we need the wins. The you wins, know what I mean? Like right. that. So I, I think there is an element that just still, you can be fr- frustrated with, you know, how the, these games, some of these games are being called. Sure. But we talk about it all the time. It's, it comes down to execution, don't you think? Right. The, the wins are the metric that we are concerned about. Like, it's great to break records. It's great for these guys to, to play as well as they have been. But I mean, if you can't pull out a win, it, it almost just seems all for naught. I mean, Sure. You you write off like what happened last season, like you know the biggest accolade from last season was Herbert getting offensive player of the year, like offensive rookie of the year, I should say. My bad. Um, so that that's a huge accolade, and you can go like, yeah, we had a losing season, but look who we have for the future. We've got Justin freaking Herbert, offensive rookie of the year. Let's do this. Let's build this team. Let's move forward. And now it's like, okay, well, now he's in his second year. Yes, we've got a new coach. Yes, we've got new staff. Yes, a third of our team is almost brand new. But, like, we want to see some wins, man. And, like, and it, I don't know if how our attitudes would be right now if we didn't start the season off four and one. Like, yeah. that was such a, like, holy bar was shit. Set. Yeah, that you set bar the bar set high. way high. And then, like, and we've been kind of tripping <laughs> ever since then so some stumbles there's been some stumbles and some fumbles but uh you know the team is playing good joe lombardi is helping him but we gotta we gotta get it in the end zone we gotta put up points man that's that's the big thing if we're not putting up points it it just all seems for not um fernando ramirez tweeted out uh when asked if yesterday's loss left a bad taste in his mouth chargers defensive tackle justin jones said it definitely did he added, we got to keep doing our thing and keep getting better and keep striving to get those wins. Couldn't agree with you more there, 
Mr. Jones. Yeah, JJ. Um, I mean, you, you hope that it does leave a bad taste in their mouth. I mean, I don't know. It feels like after losses, we come back and we win. And I don't know if it's just like we get comfortable with the win and we don't feel like we have to put as much effort, but it's, I, I don't know what the reason is. I, and I don't want, even want to put that. It's just consi- consistency, man. Right. It's just the consistency of it all. Like, you know, we're, we're kind of a weird team right now. We, are. we, need, we need to get on a streak. We need to start stacking right. these things to, to be, you know, people aren't really taking this seriously now. I think there's a lot of people that were like, you know, all right, you know, you look at the pregame things, like every, the, all the commentators picked the Chargers to beat the, the Broncos. I think right. that's going, you know. Might start going, going away. Way. Yeah. It's starting to, starting to fade. You know what I mean? Right. So I, I, let's get back to it. There's still enough time to get back to where we want to get back to. You just got to clean up some of the stupid, stupid mistakes. Clean those up and we'll be okay. Big time. Um, Daniel Popper tweeted out the Chargers allowed 19 pressures to the Broncos yesterday per PFF. That's a season high. There are two starting guards midseason acquisitions, Michael Schofield and Senio Kelamete, uh, combined to allow 11 pressures. It just shows how important Matt Filer is. Oh, how yeah. how huge he is for this offensive line. Yeah. Because that, that was so, the fact that Justin still threw for 300 yards is crazy to me because the man never had a clean pocket. It didn't right. feel like he was ever safe. No. And there's ever time for a, a play to develop downfield. Right. Um, and it felt like last year. It felt like we had the line from last year. Yeah. And, and Herbert was running for his life. And because we know that Herbert does play well under pressure. But imagine what it could be if he's got some time to think and make decisions and actually, you know, try to make some of those deeper passes. Uh, if he doesn't have the time, we can't expect to see it. When you're playing the Broncos, they're a good defense. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't have this happen to you the day you're playing one of the better secondaries yeah. in the league. Like, you, this is just not, this is the worst possible time for Filer to go down and for Sinio to not play well. Yeah. And just the amount of pressures, the amount of times he was on the ground, it, just, it all sucked, really. And I think that, you know, is one of the big reasons why we didn't win that game. I think Filer's in there. It's a different game. Right. Well, he's called the anchor for a reason. You know it. Um, Gilbert Manzano tweeted out, Chargers head coach Brandon Staley said he went with Senio Calametti over rookie Brendan Hymas at left guard because of experience. We want to make sure that when we put Brandon out there, he's ready. Staley added that he's hoping to get Matt Filer back next week. God, I hope he's back next week. I do too. <laughs> when- Please come back next week, Matt. I Filer. do too. I, like, like I, Brendan Jaime's. Everyone's like, if you know, pissed about Jaime's not playing, but he's a rookie, and we don't know what he that he would have done necessarily any better. Right. I think what we need to focus, what would I need to focus my attention on, and not be stressed out about this stuff is like, let's get Matt Filer back. Matt Filer back. A lot of these problems are solved. Right. And but and as Coach has said in the past, like even when we get these guys back from injury, they're not hundred percent. So. Even if we do get Matt Filer back, it would be great. I think it would obviously be a step up from uh, Kelametti, but... Take like an 80% <sighs> Filer over 100% Kelametti. Absolutely. Um, and as a reminder, folks, don't forget to go on over to chargerchat.com. Check out some of the sweet merch in the member section. The member section, you could talk to people and you can say, check out Kickman. I like. I like. We've got Kickman nice. shirts. And we've got Charger Chats shirts. <laughs> Put your shirt down. Very nice. It's very nice. I will talk to you in microphone. <laughs> Rest of the show. No, don't hurt your crumb. Don't hurt your crumb. 
Yeah. So if you feel so inclined to go to our store and pick out a few things, it really helps cover the cost of uh, producing this show. And we would greatly appreciate it. And good work to all you guys taking advantage of the uh, um, we have Black a Friday deal. A lot of you guys did. Oh, man. And we're pumped for you guys to get your shirts. Let us send us pictures oh, when you please. get them. Yes. We want to see them. Yes. If you bought anything on Black Friday, once you get it, please post pictures. We would love, love, love to see it. And we can't tell you how much it, we appreciate it. We're not just saying oh, it. No. Like we, it's just we really appreciate yeah. um, you guys supporting us like that. Big time. We're not Scrooge McDucking and jumping into pools of gold because we're selling T-shirts like this is just this just makes our day to see you guys wearing shirts that show the support for this podcast. Because, yeah. I mean, honestly, we really we do this for the lulls. We do this <laughs> for hanging out <laughs> with each other and. And talking chargers with each other, but honestly, like seeing you guys appreciate it means the absolute world to us. So please, please continue to do so. We really, we really appreciate it. And now it's time to move on to the next segment. Fan focus. Who do we got? <laughs> All right, guys, we are back with another fan focus, and we are super excited to have Nick from London. Nick, also known as Dr. Defense Huge on Twitter. What is going on, my man? I'm good. Thanks, mate. How you doing? I'm doing good. Doing better now. I, I meet the uh, the origin of the Kickman, the Kickman yeah. himself, Nick, over here. What's good? What's, how you been, man? How how you doing on this uh, fine Monday? Yeah, yeah, pretty good. But I mean, we, we as a as a close loss, we've had, but uh, you know, we're we're shameless, uh, shamelessly positive, uh, optimistic. So we'll, we'll we'll keep it rolling. I love it. I love it. All right, cool, man. Well, let's uh, let's get into it. Let's figure it out. Um, you know, I want to find out how you became a Charger fan. So, how did you become a Charger fan? So um, I'm quite a new fan. I started in 2018. Um, I've got a mate from back from back home in London, John, and he um, he attends all the London games. There's a few London games each year. Um, and one day in in October 2018, he texted me. He said, "Oh, mate, do you fancy coming to to one of the one of the NFL games?" And I'm unlike most kids who grew up in the area. I don't really follow uh, football or, or soccer. Uh, I didn't really watch any any basketball or anything. So I, was, I wasn't I was really a sporty kid. I did some swimming when I was a kid and a bit of tennis, but I didn't really watch any sports. And uh, American football was completely out of the question. I was like, no, mate, I'll be all right. Thank you. You know, you can, yeah. you know, he, he goes with his dad or something. So, so I said, you can go with your, with your old man. Um, but what I was interested in was uh, trying to get on a date with a girl that I knew from the area. Um, so we, we, we had some mutual friends and we were texting and, um, and one of our friends got in touch and said that she likes to go to this uh, restaurant in town on, on the other side of town. And she likes, she likes to get this meal. So maybe if you get, you can get some brownie points if, uh, if you take her to this place. And I thought, oh, this is great. I feel like a, like an FBI agent. I've been working the case. I've got my confidential informant giving me classified information. This is all going swimmingly. And then it came to, um, it came to the Saturday, the day and, and, uh, we were meant to meet at uh, 11 a.m. at the train station. And uh, she was a no-show. She had nothing. She just ghosted me. She didn't turn Lame. up. I, thought, oh, I, was, I was getting so pumped. Like I thought it was it was going somewhere, and it, and it didn't. It just fell flat on its face. And I thought, oh, God, I've got a free Saturday now. So I texted John. I said, mate, you, you still got that spare ticket? He says, yeah, yeah, come down. It'd be great. And then so I went, and it was uh, uh, Chargers Titans. And like straight from the word go, I absolutely loved it. Like the 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 powder blue and the bolts, seeing seeing Philip Rivers sling it fifty five yards to Mike Williams for the touchdown, and then and then I, really, I didn't know anything about the game, but John was telling me the rules um, as we were going. And it got to I think the last minute, and they were because we won 20, 20 to nineteen, yeah. and we stopped their two point conversion after after their touchdown in the last minute. And oh, my heart was pounding. But I thought, cool, after that, you know, just I've been charged as mad. And that flag over there was from the seats, and I, I took it with me. 
Um, and I thought, I thought, you know, it's, it's, uh, for some reason I kept it. If you know, for the, the next day, the next season, I watched a couple of games, but I wasn't mad. But I thought, there's, I've kept it for a reason. So the following year, I started watching the games, and I've just been, you know, diehard Chargers fan ever since. That's awesome. Like the, cause you watch the Wimbledon games and you see like all the different jerseys, but like to have you go to the Wimbledon game at Wimbledon and become a fan after seeing that team, seeing the Chargers, that's awesome. It was, yeah, it was, it was really, it was quite a chance happening. I'm, and now looking back, I'm kind of glad the goal goes to me because, Thank you know, God. I might not have, you know, become a Chargers fan. It, it was great. Uh, so I always laugh with John about that, you know, what, what would happen if, and he goes to some of the other games. He goes, Oh, maybe, maybe if you came the following weekend, you know, we, you, you went to the Eagles Jags game. I thought, Come on, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, I hope you, after the game one, you went out to that and got that victory meal, whatever she liked. I hope you went there and just ate that shit up. Cause that was a, a sweet victory. <laughs> I th- yeah. I, th- I think I, ch- I checked out that restaurant a couple of weeks later with another nice. mate. And you know, it was actually pretty good. I was like, yes. yeah, thanks. Thanks for the uh, recommendation. That's awesome. The, ha- the way that this all, it all shakes out is crazy. Well, we're glad you're a Charger fan, man. We love interacting with you on social media. <laughs> it's just really it's funny. Been great, yeah. Kick man, kick man. Sure. Yeah, it's nice. It is nice. I like. Um. So yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the Broncos game. You know, it's it's hard because that was one of the more difficult games. You know, as a fan watching because we just couldn't get anything going really. Um. What yeah. what is something you took away from that game? You know, the easy thing is to like you know things that were awful. But what were some things that you know, you, you when you, we were done with it, I guess I'm trying to ask, like, is there anything positive you took out of that game? I, th- I think there's, I think it shows how important certain O-line additions have been. So obviously Corey Lindsay has just been an absolute rock throughout the season. But I think having, I don't like saying his name, Kelamete, but shows how important people like Matt Filer are. And I think Matt Filer doesn't really get a whole, as much recognition as he should. I mean, they call him the anchor, but it just shows how, important it was and Staley said that we wanted to become an O-line team and even though the O-line was a big has been a big problem especially with Storm Norton um, and Belaga being out for pretty much the whole season it shows that the O-line is our anchor for, for our team and that once once it's strong and once the, the players are in and we have some good starters and some good de- when we do get some decent depth especially on the right hand side then that's something that we can build on to go forward um, and we know we know the talent is there. We know Herbert's getting pressured a lot. It's, it's coming in from the right side. But once he gets out and, you know, you can find Mike Williams for the deep ball or you, you can get Keenan on the clutch third, third, third down, it's it's there. Like, the talent is there. We know it's there. But it's just getting that execution. And that's for me, that still gives me a lot of excitement, knowing that we, we're able to, to do this. It's just certain, certain, you know, depth positions that are, that are, you know, just dragging us a bit behind. But I think... It it almost looks worse than it actually is because once you're once you're watching it, and especially I've learned from being at home as opposed to watching it in the stadium, where and I've seen you guys, everyone on Twitter, you know, going to SoFi, it looks amazing. You can have a lot more fun, but when you're sitting at home, you're really getting a lot more analytical. You can rewind and watch certain plays, but I'm I'm still optimistic about the team. I still love where we're going to go, and I I still I, I believe in Staley, um, and I believe in his vision. So it's still exciting to see that. You know these positions are there and they're and they're ready and they've got enough enough depth for us to to go further. We just need to build on them a bit more. Yeah, for sure. And, and something interesting with the filer thing is, you know, like when he was in trouble, he would always kind of scramble out to the left because you could always count on the left side of yeah. the line being there. This last game, there was no like we can just scramble to the left and everything will be okay. So I think there's something a lot to be said there. I think Filer showed the whole Charger fan base how important he is to this team. So I think that's great insight. So, you know, we got another interesting game coming up. Um, so what are your thoughts on playing against 
Joe Burrow, it's Burrow, Herbert. You know, this is the, you know, top five, top six picks or whatever from, from two years ago. So what are your thoughts on this upcoming game? It's, it's going to be a good matchup, obviously, because they're not division rivals. I'm not really going to feel too, you know, nervous or, or you know, agitated if, if we lose them or, or if we beat them, then great. But I don't think it's going to have the same sort of, it will have an importance to show, you know, if we can still co- overcome these these problems that we've had. And it's, as they always say, it's not how, it's not how you buy how about you go down is like how you get up and, and move forward. Um, but I'm still optimistic about the team. You know, there's, there's been, there's been times when we've had this, this season last where we've had bad games and then we come back from them. Um, so I still believe in all the team and, and their ability to, to bounce back. Hopefully we can get Matt Filer back. That would be amazing. I mean, I'm not even worried about Slater. Like he, he's just a rock. Yeah. Like we don't have to worry about yeah, him. We're good. Um, I think my only question would be Asante Samuel Jr. He, um, like two concussions so close to so early in his career is a bit, is a bit scary. Honestly, I wouldn't mind if he sits out like another three to four weeks because we need him healthy long term. But if the sooner he, he comes back down, then the better we'll look. Um, but I, yeah, I still believe in the team. Hopefully we can, we can free up Joey Bosa some more, but, um, it's I'm optimistic about it. I'm optimistic about all the games because we've got all the talent there. It's just the execution. And it does get frustrating when it doesn't happen week in, week out. But uh, you know, I'm 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 optimistic about it. I did see that the Bengals did quite well against, I think it was the Steelers. Um, so um there there will be some competition. It's not it's not gonna be a walk in the park, but it's all these games are doable. Well, yeah, man, I agree. It's gonna be exciting. You know, it's there's something about losing in a to a divisional opponent that makes it a little worse, like a little yeah. extra something. So hopefully the players feel the same way and they come back even more fired up. Like because we're fired up. Hopefully they're fired up too. So um man, we really appreciate your time, Nick. It was great chat with you and uh and meeting you. And uh um yeah, man, uh, tell people where they can follow you on Twitter and your social media. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, uh Dr. Defense Huge on Twitter. Um that's such a <laughs> yeah, I was defense huge, but I'm doing a PhD, and the and the Charger Chat guy suggested Doctor, so um, so it's it's got a nice ring to it. So uh, so yeah, that I so I'm I'm on Twitter, and um, also shout out to uh, uh, Waldorf for his incredible impressions. You know, the the Ask Bolt fan wouldn't be without what it is without them, and um, and to Kyle his uh, uh, coach's corner section, I absolutely love that. It, it provides a lot of insight for more simple minded folk like me to understand the mechanics of the game. I really same. like that. So, yeah. Same. Same for me as well. So, all right, Nick, well, it was a pleasure, man. And uh, hopefully we, we can talk to you soon. And uh, let's go get this win, man. Let's get this win on Sunday. For sure. Let's get it, man. Let's go. Hi, brother. Very nice. It's very nice. I, I like. like. <laughs> oh, man. That was so good. I mean, two things. Number one, I'm glad that brownie points is like a universal term. It's not just like an American term. And number two, what an amazing thing for him to become a fan in 2018 it got, at it got stood up yeah oh well, yeah like the stars aligned for that to can happen can i just say can i just say yes bitch don't <laughs> don't stand up our nick like that don't how dare you, you dare how dare you how um, dare you he's defense huge <laughs> how dare you and it is funny like you know when we ask people how they became fans and a lot of them will say lt i think number 2 is the uniforms man they just see those uniforms and they're just like that's it. That's my team well, right there. What a cool way to like just not just go because you have nothing to do. And then it's just like didn't understand shit, the game. This is my team. Yeah. What? Didn't know he didn't understand the game, didn't know the rules. He's asking his buddy, like, okay, well, look, what does this mean? Look How at him now. That? He's yeah. the way he's talking about the team. Like he did took a crash course hardcore. Oh, he knows his football now. So I've, that's good. 
so great to meet him and thank you for the the gift that keeps on giving absolutely Nick. Appreciate yes you, we would brother. that shirt would not exist had it not been no. for you my friend so kick man kick man uh, lives on <laughs> because of you we appreciate it buddy um yeah, thanks, dude. yeah everybody go check him out on twitter and now folks it is time to go on to the next segment you know him you love him i'll stand in for kyle it's the craig experience Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit, you do it better than <laughs> Come on in, man. Kick your feet up. Oh. Great. Hello there. Make yourself at home. Got some stuff to talk about, right? Moving on. That's right. Your boy's back. Fresh from Thanksgiving break. Full of sodium, sugar, hell, all the bad stuff. Um, currently in the middle of a 36-hour fast to reset myself, but I did make it home in time to catch my favorite team take a Tyrannosaurus Rex-sized dump on the football field on Sunday. And yeah, my hide is officially chapped. But that said, you guys know the drill. We're going to always walk through this together. It's the price of fandom. You win some, you lose some. Going to be good Sundays, Mondays, Thursdays, and then sometimes they're going to be these. So let's get to it. CC gang, big old holiday salute to the rest of the Bull fam. What is going on? It's you got Craig in Texas, and welcome to another edition of the Craig Experience. And um, this is one of those games that from the outset you just knew didn't feel quite right. Uh it started off wonky from the bad field position to the turnovers that ended up not being turnovers that led to either longer drives that ended in points by the Broncos or whatever. It was just all over the place. And again, offensively, there was no rhythm. But there is something that I've made note of here for a little bit that I think we can all agree upon at this point. When the Chargers play the you know upper crust of defensive minds of the NFL, they struggle. And this week was no different. Uh, Miyagi beat Daniel. Sorry, BSB. It's just like your, your mentor got the best of you. And can't just boil this down to a Staley situation because there there's plenty of blame to go around um, from play calling to some decision making by Herbert. It was all bad. Uh, I can't quite figure out why there seems to be this issue playing against teams that run a ton of cover, too, but it hasn't been figured out yet and teams are taking advantage of it. And it's resulting in offensive performances like this. <clears throat> uh, again, and it's kind of hilarious to watch Bill Cower speak to this during halftime. He addressed the fact that the team has no real speed on offense. And I mean, I've only been saying that forever. And guys, do know that speed does not equate to just throwing the ball 50 to 60 yards down the field to a super fast guy. The element of speed can be utilized in the short area as well. Um, we don't have a guy who can take a ball in space a couple yards out 
like a two to three yard pass, like a slant or bubble screen or something, make guys miss and then house it. We don't have that type of player on the offense. And it is actually limiting Herbert's ability. Um, you know, Mike Williams is a big body guy. He can get down the field, but he isn't like a burner per se. We know what Keenan is as a possession receiver. We're not going to talk about Guyton. I'm probably never going to mention his name ever again. And Joshua Palmer is up and coming kid, but he's also not one of those take the top off dudes. So let's stop beating that dead horse. It's like we've been saying for weeks now, the roster is what it is. Um, defensively, it was another one of those games where the team played pretty well, uh, specifically against the run, but they had some issues getting off the field on key downs. And then there were stupid penalties again. And, uh, you know, wash, rinse, repeat. It's a lot of the same stuff over and over again. And, I mean, there were some bright spots, particularly the brightest of all spots is freaking Derwin James. Thank 33-year-old bearded Jesus for Area 33. Uh, My man, you don't know me. You probably may never see this. But if you and the missus want a nice night out in the town, I'll fly out to Cali uh, and babysit little DJ for you. Y'all live it up. Stay out all night. I don't care. Hell, just line me up a room in the guest area. I'll wake up in the morning, cook y'all breakfast and like go cut your grass. Whatever, man, whatever you need. I'm your dude. Again, you don't know me, but I feel like I know you. Uh, And I don't mean that in a stalker way. That may be how that came off. But uh, again, dude, whatever you need, man, I'm your guy. Please don't leave us. Please stay forever. We need you. DJ did his best in a Herculean effort to keep this team in the game. And he darn near did it, too. Now, the rest of his boys would have showed up to help. Then we may be talking about a different game. I don't know. Just my personal opinion. Uh, the other thing that didn't really make sense to me was something else that I've been asking for. And it's for Darius Bradwell to get on the field because he's the only true power back of all the running backs. And to me would be the best compliment to Austin Eckler in the preseason. He performed well in limited carries. He also performed well on special teams. So I could never really figure out like in all of this RB two stuff, why he could never get on the field, but they activated him. And the only thing I remember because this is strictly from memory, I'm probably not rewatching that game is that there was a pass that you could argue was either a bad pass or a drop. However, and then I didn't see him anymore, but That's not why you want him in the game. You would want him to be a primary running back to help you get tougher yards against a stouter defense and maybe get Austin Eckler out in space because he's probably your best option in that regard. That didn't really happen. But I digress. Um, It was just kind of an all-over-the-place game. There were a bunch of things that didn't make sense. Um, Filer being out, we see, is a problem because Mr. If I butcher your name, I'm sorry. Kelamite, I believe. I'm sure he's a nice gentleman. But he at least cost us one full drive. Now, granted, Hopkins missed his kick on that drive, which is a whole nother story. But Mr. Kelamite didn't exactly help. I watched him get whipped for at least four plays straight. Between that and the penalties, I'm wondering, did Brandon Hymas shag somebody's girlfriend on the team because buddy can't get on the field whatever internal strife is going on there whatever this dude did wrong y'all need to make amends 
and get him out there. Because what I saw during the preseason, just like all of you guys did, was another kid performing very well. You've got what amounts to an all-pro left tackle out there. I don't really think that putting two rookies side by side at this point, when you've got that dude over there who performs like a 10 to 12 year pro is all that big of a deal right now. I mean, with Filer being out, I would consider that to be the best option. Hopefully Filer's back next week though, because Cincinnati looked like a juggernaut against a team who almost came back and beat us a week ago. So that's something to look forward to, but Hey, Hey, Always going to try to keep it shamelessly positive. So here's something that has almost absolutely nothing to do with the on-field performance of the Chargers on Sunday. I told you guys a month ago that the Los Angeles Rams were phonies. And I've been proven right once again. I believe they've only beaten, what, two teams with 500 or better records? Um, it was one for a while, but then the Colts decided that they were going to like get their crap together and started performing admirably. and um. But other than that, they beat the Bucks, And then who else, really? Right. So the whole narrative about us, because you know the national media likes to take a dump on us and talk about our lack of fandom and like other teams showing up to a game and taking over our stadium. It's really funny because the Rams play a lot of those teams too. And they're also a newer team to the Los Angeles area. And they deal with the same issues as the Chargers, but you don't really hear anything about it. And now uh, they're getting the crap kicked out of them by good teams. But I know no one really cares about that. Um, They'll just keep doing stuff like covering up by signing top tier, high level, big name players. And it's literally like some David Copperfield sleight of hand stuff like, hey, I know this is a train wreck going on over here, but hey, look at this rabbit out of a hat. So there's something to, you know, I guess maybe be happy about. I know it makes my fragile charger hat heart smile because maybe y'all can take some time dumping on another team for a change because, you know, we're having a tough enough time as it is. But uh, again, I don't have a question for you guys because I'm kind of in repair from Sunday and uh, just kind of gearing up for this Bengals matchup. Uh, it is a winnable game. <clears throat> I'm anxious to see Herbo uh, versus Joe Burrow. And uh, it should be a pretty awesome duel. Um, hopefully our offense gets their act together and they put up um, some points. Maybe it's just a super entertaining game. Either way, I'm looking forward to it. But uh, I'm going to go back to fasting now. That should be fun. Um, <clears throat> I'm not rewatching that game, though. I love you guys, but I'm not putting myself through that again. Um, but until next time, uh, Sunday should be a good one. Looking forward to it. You know what it is. Folk ganger don't bang. Cheer up, folks. It's not the end of the world. Okay, love you. Bye. Well, Craig, I hope uh, I hope the fasting goes well for you, my guy, because that is... Fasting sucks. Fasting That's does smart, suck. though. I felt like trash after Thanksgiving, like just just garbage. So yeah, I might get on that. I might do like a six hour fast, see how that goes, um, <laughs> and work my way up to the pro level. But uh, yeah, good, great insight, Craig. Absolutely, I'm same page, Craig. man. Yeah, like just off from the onset, just felt like a weird game that stupid stuff. Another thing he reminded me of Tillery that that 
roughing the passer play. Yeah. What is this problem, man? Who, Tillery? Tillery. I mean, I don't know. When I, when they, I mean, the replay was so quick. Honestly, it looked like somebody pushed him into, I don't even remember if it was Bridgewater or if it was Drew Locke, but it, it looked like he got pushed into him. So I don't know if he was necessarily going full at it. A lot of the penalties that happened were just kind of like, what the hell? Like, what did you guys see? Like, Rashawn Slater holding, really didn't see that. Mike no. Williams pushing off, really didn't see that. No, that uh, was the trashiest of trash calls of the whole game. Yeah. No, so there, I mean, there were some bad penalty flags that were called that were just like, come on, like, really? Um, so it, it's, it, it was just, it was a rough game to watch. It sucks because it was, it sucks the most because it was a divisional game. Like that, that really is the biggest reason why this sucks. So um, hopefully, hopefully these guys can turn it around, go up against Cincinnati. If we can come back with a, with a healthier offense, AKA Matt Filer being, being there on the line. That's really the one we need back, right? I mean, for offense, yes, that, that is the, the anchor we need back because everybody else, I mean, and just. And everybody else, just like, I don't know what you got to do. Like, get those little squeezy things and and work out your finger digits. I mean, use the remote more often. Uh, play some video games or something. Jesus, I don't know. Whatever you got to do to get your fingers stronger to, to catch, catch these bullets the from Herbert. Ball. Yeah, I mean, I, whatever it is that you got to do. I mean, I know you can't put, what was it back in the day? You'd put, like, stick them on your <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or something it's like, like that. little giants. Remember in little giants? Like, <laughs> hey, yeah, I don't know what we got to do. We got a petition to get Stickum back because, God damn it, we need it. Um, <laughs> so I just could use it. <laughs> so, all right, gang. Uh, thank you, Craig, yeah. as always, uh, for and, coming and, on, and for Craig too. Also, um, he just that he was he's been hinting at it for, for oh, right, some yeah. time now. Um, he just started his very own YouTube channel. Cool. Um, so he's going to be with us every every Tuesday episode, but he is going to be generating some more stuff so go over to his channel um the flight deck um f-l-y-t-3 deck flight deck, and go subscribe to him because this you know this shit's good absolutely yeah for those of you that are like i you know what i i love charger chat but craig is my man i could see i could listen to craig 24 7 just give me straight craig enough with these three knuckleheads that come on here and act like they know what they're talking about give me more craig now you got it folks flight deck flight deck Go check it out on YouTube. And now, gang, it is time to bring back Kyle because it's time for Ask Bolt Fam. Kyle, where are you? I can't He's see He's there. You. I see him. I see him on the horizon. Let's go. <laughs> time to put your money where your mouth is. Oh, hi, guys. Don't jam a thumb up his bottle. That's what you do. I wet myself in excitement. Oh, so hungry. Your thoughts are like totally appreciated. <laughs> Catch you later, dude. Okay, love you, boy. That's right, folks. It's time for Ask Bolt Fam. And hey, look who it is. Look who decided to show up today. Kyle, the coach, Doug, and wow, making an appearance. Wow, made it. I was, busy, I was busy trimming my beard up, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Second, a long I, time. Second I hopped on here, everyone's like, Kyle, you look like you're 12 years old. I'm like, yep, sorry. <laughs> no like hat. a training wheels beard. I like it. No hat, no beard. No little kid again. Here I <laughs> it's, am. It's all good. Glad you can make it. Uh, we've got a lot of questions here to get through. We will try to fire through this as quickly as possible. We start it off with Tuck Buckford. Certified fresh. Yeah. Ask the question. Bet your Buckford. <laughs> I am satisfied with improvements for this year. Got a super left tackle, a legit quarterback. It's Samuel. Mike Williams has developed to number one receiver. Hua! 
and a super young coach. Need more, but it's all coming. It's all coming. Hoo-ah. I like it, Tuck Buck. I like it. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's just kind of a bummer that the mindset has shifted to next year. You know, that's just kind of where, where everyone's at with the inconsistencies that we're kind of getting out of the Chargers. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's okay. I think that's good to look forward to because there absolutely is pieces that we put in place this year that's going to pay off for five, six, eight, ten years down the line. Big time. Yeah. Absolutely. But, and uh, sure, you know, Willie and I talked about it. It's like the we're still in the playoffs. Like we're, we're still the way, way everyone's talking about this right now is that we are, you know, we're the jets, <laughs> right? Yeah. We're not the jets. We're not the no. jets. We're not the Jags. We're not the, and giants. it's not like, we're not it's not Texans. a rebuild. It's not <laughs> yeah. six, seven years down the line. It's man. We had a couple bad inconsistent games, but we know that we have pieces there. So it's absolutely it's still a good day to be a charger fan. A hundred percent. Big time. Amen. Tuck Buckford. Thank you for reminding <laughs> us to name. be <laughs> shamelessly positive. Moving on to Salty Sports Guy, who asked the question. I don't know, guys. That was rough. I think more than anything, the consistent inconsistency is exhausting. I'm Christmas decorating outside today. Wife wants white lights because they are quote-unquote classy. I want multicolored lights because that shit is festive as fuck. <laughs> what do you guys think? I'm I'm a white light guy. Yeah, I'm sorry. Know. I side with your wife. Yeah, I'm sorry, bro. I, but I do I do enjoy the festivities of the colorful. It the is lightness. nice, you know. At that one, the couple houses here and there throughout the neighborhood that do the big colored lights. They're fun. Mm -hmm. They mix it up. But yeah, yeah, my house doesn't have those. Yeah, I, I think it depends too. Like if uh, if you're in like a snowy area which i am I, we do get snow here mm. the white on the snow just really makes it pop man it just really makes Good it shine call. and there's different shades of white you know you've got like the clear white <laughs> icicles, you've got the warm white, yeah, white. icicles absolutely there's led kind of that, now dude right yeah there's a lot dude, of hey, options got yeah. a solution for you mm. they have these leds where you can change whatever color you want oh there one you go night, one night color party for yeah. you that's right one yeah. night all white for wife mom. is driving out of the out of the driveway you're waving bye honey have a good color <laughs> oh, it's multicolored like party at Salty Sports Guy's house. That's what I'm yeah. talking about. Do it. Festivus salty, salty Sports Guy. Keep it up. Thank you for asking the question. Moving on to Marcos, who asked the question. Uh, I'm having trouble understanding how uh, a team led by uh, Teddy Two Gloves Bridgewater, okay, makes our uh, defensive uh, look slow and uh, out of position, okay? Uh, defensive calls are bad, okay? O-line is weak, okay? And uh, I need a drink, okay? But uh, I still love you. Bye, okay? <laughs> oh, dude, I love that. Have we done to Mr. Mackey? We haven't done to Mr. Mackey yet, okay? <laughs> Put it in the file. Put it in the file. Some good shit. That's right. I don't think, dude, like, I don't think Teddy Bridgewater, he had one scrambled run. Other than that, he did not have that great of a game against us. Right. They just, they had the ball that first quarter, and that was pretty much the extent of what their offense did. And they scored everything, twice, and that was it. Everything else they did, they capitalized on our turnovers. One of the touchdowns was pick six. So, right. Off right. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm too shamelessly positive for my own good sometimes. It's just weird. The stats okay. just don't seem to mean anything. No, you know, like we outstatted them and didn't beat them. And usually it's like, oh, time of possession. We out like it was right there. Pretty much even time of possession. We we had the ball the entire third quarter, but still we just could not score. Like 
it's just big plays that we're giving up. It's like we there was one drive. We I swear if we would have scored, we would have had like 130 yards worth of offense because of penalties. Mm, it was yeah. like we'd get a little gain on first, then we'd have a holding penalty, and then we'd pick up the first down, and that's just what we did for five plays in a row. Mm. So it's like the offense moved the ball. I feel like the defense did decent after that first that first drive was was pretty weak. Well, that third quarter they didn't get a first down. Not one. So mm. I don't they, know. I don't know what they, to blame. I mean, there's just, what are you blaming on? It's just like, we just didn't win. We just didn't score. Right. Oh, yeah. I don't it, know. It's just, yeah, there's just a whole bunch. It was like it one of those that, perfect games it, of But what we ups. can say, it's not that Teddy played a better game. Like no, that, no. Teddy that shouldn't be the takeaway from this, no. is that Teddy played a better game. But so. how did it team? sucked ass, but though. No, no, but that's Drew his point. Lock. The point is, the that, point is, sucked ass. I think his point is, how did a team led by that guy beat us? Because he didn't beat us because we know he's not good. So how well, did he that didn't team even beat lead, us? lead part of the game? The Drew Locke came in and played for him half the game. Yeah, so it's like exactly. So even more leadership. But listen, <laughs> even more so, how did they beat us? If they have a Their Teddy Bridgewater quarterback and a goofy gump Mizzou quarterback, how did they beat us? That's his question. And yeah, yeah we just we beat ourselves. That's that's the bottom line. They'd have, yeah. They do have a good defense, but we beat ourselves. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, it's hard, it's hard to put a bit of focus on it. But Marcos, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on to Senora Snappy, Hi, who Senora. asked the question. Thank you for being shamelessly positive. During the game, I kept in mind what you all have talked about, taking the opportunity to study what's happening. Charger fans, take Bolt Jack coach advice this week. Bolt the f*** up. The ride is going to be bumpy. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, we all knew everything for this season was not like sky's the limit. Like there were so many people that were just like, hey, man, if we can just get through this like 50-50, then that's good. Having a new coach, new coordinators, almost an entirely new team, like a third of the new players like on this team, like everything's still kind of like coming together. We're seeing a lot of promise and it's tough. I understand, like, in those first five games, we were 4-1 and one for a short period of time, which was amazing. Like, that was yeah. the right way that we wanted to start, and things have just not gone the way that we wanted. So, stay shamelessly positive, folks. This is a tough division. We're still we're still in we're playoff in contention. The, we have a like, playoff spot <laughs> yeah, at the moment, yeah. so it's not over yet. They need to fix some serious shit quick, Yes, but it's not over yet. Yeah, and everybody listen to Bolt Chat Coach, you know? Bolt the fuck Sometimes. up. Most, do most, it or don't. Up. It's up to you. Man. No, do it. <laughs> do it. Don't, just don't do give it them now. options. You can do know, it. You know, you can be salty. You don't have to, but it's not as fun. Right. You're kind of, you can be with all the other salty people. Don't expect me to listen. <laughs> We're here for a good time, not necessarily a long time. Okay. Uh. There you go. Senior Snappy, thank you for reminding us to be shamelessly positive. Let's move it on to Jeebs. Medea Silent. Who asked the question? Hey, yo, hey, 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 uh, hey, you're both fam, I know it, uh, uh, fuck, uh, fucking, fuck, shit ass, shitting, fuck, bitch. <laughs> okay, uh, yo, I feel, uh, I feel, uh, oh, fuckity, fuckity, <laughs> shitty, fucking butt loving, shit face, fucker. Hey, yo, uh, sorry, I, I think I'm, uh, fuck. <laughs> Okay, oh, okay, uh, yo, now I'm okay, hey, yo, okay, uh, as for uh, the question, uh, well, here it is, okay, uh, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, fuck, uh, yo, fuck the Raiders, okay, hey, uh, okay, love you, bye. 
feel you, Jeeves. Yo, Adrian. <laughs> yeah, I, we wish we knew what the yeah. fuck. Yeah. I wish I knew why why we have as many drops. That really was like the glaringest glaring thing to me was just we can't shore up these catches, man. Like I, I don't know. I don't know why these guys can't catch it. I don't. I know was Herbert's throwing it hard. Thinner. The air was thinner and it was going a little faster. Possibly. We Maybe. dropped the ball just a kidding. lot of times. Yeah, <laughs> we dropped kidding. a lot before this week. I don't I know. I, don't, I can't explain. I don't know if there's an explanation for the drops. I don't know. I, I don't know that there is either, but that just seems to be like, if we catch some of those passes, it's an entirely different game. So it's just interesting to me too. Like, you know, we, we've lost worse games than this, like losing to the Baltimore. That was shit. Like yeah, that, that was, was bad. That like was we bad did game. not, we did nothing that game. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like we did a little more this game, but the fact that we lost to an AFC West opponent just makes the loss that much harder. I think. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? That, yeah. That's where everyone's more emotional and it just sucks harder now is because we lost to the Broncos. Well, and we know they're uh, not good. Like, and that, was, that team is I was not just going to say that. Yeah. Like we just talked about in previous episodes, like we saw that the Denver Broncos were beating terrible teams and then losing to decent teams, like, like teams that could actually play. I wouldn't be surprised if when they come to SoFi, we beat them by 30. I really Absolutely. wouldn't. If we, play yeah. our, if we play to the potential that we actually have, we beat them by 30. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I, I don't, and also this deferring the ball stuff, it's got to stop. We got to start take taking the, the ball to start. Take the ball. Because mm. we got put on the one yard line. They were able to run the ball and establish kind of a beat them up thing. Put the ball on the one and we were screwed. Just yeah. get, put the ball in Justin's hands. I'm a defensive coach and I'm still saying this. Like, let's, we just got to go right yeah. off the bat. Let him go try to score and get points up quick because getting the ball at the one really put a bad, like, tone that we got started on to, to start that game. Absolutely. Totally. That was a three and out start to the game. So, yeah, that was rough. But uh, hey, Jeebs, appreciate you, buddy. Thank you for coming around every week. Uh, let's move it on now to Daniel Wallen, who asked the question. Okay, okay, okay. So I keep seeing a bunch of like fire Lombardi and what's our biggest draft needs tweets. I just have to say, chill, my dudes. We are on this way for the long haul, and this ride ain't over yet. We are still playoff brown bound, brochachos. It's Staley, I trust. Okay, later on, dude. Daniel, fuck yeah, Daniel. Daniel, love it. Daniel. Love it. Yeah. It's love chill. It. I think, Damn, I think there's an element of chilling that needs to happen yeah, on this week. <laughs> Everybody take a chill pill, bro. My God. Oh, yeah. Come on. We're still like yeah. six and five. All right. We still got playoffs. Fire okay. Lombardi stuff. Just stop, guys. I feel like it's just a default mechanism that we have. Like, oh, we lost. Fire somebody. Oh, I know, oh right? we won. <laughs> Extension. Oh, that guy had a good game. Keep him forever. Oh, he had a drop. <laughs> Cut him. It's like this instant reaction. Tap, 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 fire, higher, fire, extend, right. fire. <laughs> fire, higher, Crazy. fire, higher. Right. We it's we absolutely are crazy. We are a nation of people now that just want immediate <clears throat> like response to everything. Yeah. And how, you how better does, make me how happy or you're gonna pay. <laughs> How did Lombardi right. have anything to do with our guards not blocking anyone or the and drop wide receivers passes. dropping passes? Yeah, like I'm had sorry. What do you do want him to do? He he was throwing the ball deep. We got called for pis, push offs, and we had interceptions. Yeah, that was uh, like what? What do you what do you want? What do you want Lombardi to have done differently? Mm-hmm. Unless you can say these are exactly what he did wrong. Stop asking for people to be fired. Stop. We have like a top ten offense still. Yeah, exactly. And Herbert still threw for three hundred yards. He's still two touchdowns. Three, 
Yes. He Come had on. two really inopportune picks. That's not it's not Lombardi's Lombardi fault. Lombardi had nothing to do with any of that. Right. Unless you I mean, you could always blame it on, oh, well, he called this play instead of that. Like I guess you could go down that rabbit hole, but he's been our coach for eleven games, guys. Settle. Settle. Right. Settle. Like I'm Settle. talking to my my dog, like ah, ah, ah. no. Ah, Drop it. No. Drop it. <laughs> ah, Madden. No. Ah. Drop Lombardi. Drop him. <laughs> Drop it. <laughs> then he just runs off to the other yeah. side. Yeah. <laughs> Pisses in the corner Hides and runs outside. Yeah. There you go. Daniel Luan, thank you for reminding us to stay shamelessly positive. Moving on now to House of Hain, who asked the question. I say, I say, I say, what the f- uh, Philo was out, and uh, I think this alone hurt our chances. Ten, I say, ten was running for his life. I say, I say, drop passes, kill us again. You got to risk it if you want the brisket, son. You hear what I'm saying? <laughs> Still in this shindig, so kill of you, bye. Got to keep your eye on the ball. Eye. Ball. That's a joke, son. They're going right over your head. You built too low. All right. House of Hain, thank you uh, for asking the question. Good. They're even writing the little the little uh, improvs you do for the voices now. They're in the scripts. Well, I love, I love Foghorn Leghorn, and that's my favorite. Eye on the ball. Eye. Ball. It's a joke, son. My mom loves that. She'll get a kick out of that. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. Not having fire to play was obviously a big deal. Um, clearly. Clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Even our... Um, our fan focus, you know, Nick was talking about it. Like, yeah, clearly that you could literally all the other, all these other players have had up and down games. The one piece the that anchor. you remove from this game, he can no longer, you know, try and get out of the pocket to the left because he's getting pressure from the left and always getting pressure from the right. Right. It was just, you can't. Pay, pay that man his money. You already paid him some money, but pay him some extra money. Give him See, more money. You're Tips doing it again. Filing. You're doing it again, Kevin. You're doing what I just told everyone not to do. <laughs> yeah, no. he, he does good. Pay, pay him. him. He's bad. Pay him cut his him. money. And should we cut Kelamet too? <laughs> cut him right now. Uh, but him. you you can you can agree how badly we miss Filer in that game. 100%. You can agree to that. Yeah, yes. yeah, everyone knows he's the he's the starter and the other guy's the backup for a reason. Right. You know that. Like you know that there's going to be a drop off or there's. You have to help yeah. with your center getting over there to help more and this and that and the way that you do protection. But if you start shifting left and you're leaving Storm on an island too. So you're in a bad spot when you have a backup right tackle and a backup left guard because where do you shift protection to help? Absolutely. Um, so guards are kind of in there isolated on their own. So it's 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 a it's not a just a, oh, put a big guy in there and hope he does his job type of type of a matchup. Um, and our, yeah, and our back guy was... Backup was definitely had some penalties. Like I, I think yeah. it's a bold thing to say, but I think if Filer plays that game, the likelihood of us winning is is higher, much yeah, higher than for sure than what we just what we just had. what we hey, just witnessed. You, it's hard, man. You could say that about any backup to starter. Like obviously, we have a much better chance with Herbert than Chase Daniel. That's mm. a huge drop off. Sure, there's a reason that they're backups and they're not starting somewhere. And then the one thing I'll say about Hymas, I've seen a lot of people like. Where's Hymas? Why isn't he playing? How are you not playing Hymas? How do we know how good he is? We've never seen we the guy play. We've we seen don't. him play a couple of preseason games against backups. Right. So, like, how, we have no clue if he's good or not. Right. He was drafted in a late round to be a project to get ready for the future, potentially. Mm-hmm. He was not drafted to play right now. And everyone's on everywhere. Like, why is Hymas not playing? Why is, why is Pipkins not playing? I'm like, 
guys, stop. <laughs> stop. We're going to go to pumpkins. Stop. I mean, do you think it, <laughs> do you think it, it begs an answer? Is like, do we, as to why he's not playing? Like, is that something that they should ask daily in the press conference? Like, you know, what's, you can't, do you know, what's the answer? You know the answer. He's not I, I, ready. You think well, so? It's you think like, that's what it is? This guy's better. That's the only reason a coach puts a guy in over another guy is this guy's better than that guy. Mm-hmm. In practice, he must be a lot better. I, uh, coach is not up there like, ah. How can I sabotage mm. us this Sunday mm. to make this harder for everyone? And yeah. maybe we'll lose. I could go oh, with this guy who I we know plays really well, but yeah. we've not given this guy a shot. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't, Something uh, in my tummy is telling me I should this go with. Yeah. yeah. This guy's way better, but I'm going to put I a shitty a magic guy and roll the ball dice. And it yeah. said Hymas. So. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it, just like clearly this guy's playing better. Like right. that's why a coach would play a player. I, right. I, like guys, come on. Yeah, come on. Yeah, it's you got like he's up there guessing. Right. We we sit here and we see the players a fraction of the time that the coaches see these players. They're oh, yeah. working with them constantly every single day. They know what they're capable of. They know what they're able to do. Yep. We don't. We're just going. We when we it's just we when we see something not work. Like I said, we're those people that want those immediate, you know, like changes. It's like, so yeah. it's like, well, okay, well, this guy sucks. So let's try this guy. Like the, we're all we're acting like we're playing mad and yeah. like put this how do guy. We know, in. How do we know that Hymas wouldn't have given up forty pressures? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like you don't know. Absolutely, we don't. We're not a. Co- we're not. We don't get to see what they're doing. So stop well, it's that. easy for it's easy for couch coaches. You know, and I'm you know one of those as well to that's easy thing to say he should have been there he would have done better but you don't know it's easy for you to say that because you can't be refuted and that's just the way that is so can't be wrong that's the argument and because it and it's an easy easy one at that all you can know is that coach knew or decided that the that the other guy was the one to play not Hymas. so Mm -hmm. gotta just gotta go with it folks it's in the past looking towards the future Filer's the future. Filer is absolutely the future. So <laughs> but, well, all that said, we yeah. need fucking Filer. We need him back needs in a to big be bad our way. Future, yes. Yes. Yeah. House of Hain, thank you for asking the question. Good. Moving on now to Kevin Kernick, who asked the question. How in the hell? How can this team refuse to play highness when they had no problem <laughs> trotting Trey Pumpkins out there? Well, the game's over, Kevin. Game's why over. Don't you put, why don't you put coach in charge? Oh, yeah. <laughs> why don't you put Kevin in charge? <laughs> there you go. Well, we kind of jumped the gun there, Kevin. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, sorry but, we, uh, Kevin. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's just, I, we, I think we all got excited about Hymas in the preseason. Coach had some good things to say about him. Right. He seemed to play well, according to Pro Football Focus. So we were all hyped up. We saw him play a little bit in preseason. But against backups. Again, yeah. It's against backups. A hundred percent. So. Uh, whatever the reason is that he's not playing, there's got to be one. We're not there. We're not in the office. We're not out there at practice. So we don't know. But uh, Kevin, thank you <laughs> for asking the question. Yeah. Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> Let's move it on now to Z the King one. And awesome. shout out to Robert Carper. You guys pretty much asked the same question, but I'm going with Z the King one who asked the question. I know I and a lot of other people out here might be overreacting. But it really feels like something just isn't clicking on this team. The offense is far too talented to put up duds 
like it so often, and defense just looks like a train wreck sometimes. I know we have injuries, but that's part of the game. Literally every team has injuries. The Packers are beat to hell and still have nine wins. So what can be done to fix this team? And as far as free agency or trades would be a viable solution, that's generally not Tommy T's style. So that's probably not it. Another thing, how long do you think Tommy T has before his seat gets hot given the overall lack of success we've had uh, while while he's been the GM, only made the playoffs twice, never led the division, etc. In honor of the guy that ruined my afternoon, Patrick Sertain, can you do it with your best Patrick Star? There we go. This is my Patrick wow. Star. See, the King One uh, obviously got uh, some bones to pick with <laughs> some people, yeah. uh, Tommy T especially. So I don't know. Do you think Tommy T's in the danger zone? I don't know how he is when you get your first, like the last two drafts have been pretty awesome. So you're going off drafting, right? Mm -hmm. For for most part. Well, drafting, free agency, pickups. And look at our free agencies from this year. We just killed it with Lindsley and Filer. So I'm not, I'm not seeing him going anywhere anytime soon. I think this, it would be, it'd be too early to jump shit before you even have a a chance for, you know, Staley and and Tommy to like get together to really plan have a whole offseason well, to plan for who that's they're assuming draft. that's assuming that Tommy T listens to the coaches. We're, we're just assuming that they're BFFs and they work really close and he listens to, and gives Staley everything he wants, which might not be the case. He's not going to get everything he wants, but I think he's a reasonable guy. I think it's that's safe what, to that's say. what we hope. That's what we hope. Um, <laughs> I just think you do have to look at the general manager is responsible for the overall construction of the roster, right? Mm-hmm. It's not just drafts. So everything from our special teams to our depth, if somebody gets hurt, how big of a drop-off is that? Um, he's responsible for all of that. Looking at ro- waiver wires, looking at the practice squad, making sure everything's moving, looking to future, obviously, draft picks. And I do think that the last couple of drafts have fallen into his lap. Um, I think he would have picked Tua over Justin if we had the five and not the six. And I and I and I think that Rashawn Slater, we all Rashawn Slater, we all know fell right into our laps. Derwin mm-hmm. James fell into our laps. Like those guys were should have been drafted five, six spots ahead of us. Um, so some of that stuff you, you can't really give him credit for. I I do think he's on the hot seat. Um wow. like like this question says, we have not had a lot of success. He brings in, he helps bring in coaches. I think he has a good coach now, but he's brought in some duds. He brings in all of the roster, and the roster has been very eh. like we do have some superstars, but the overall construction, you can't tell me it's as deep and as good as teams like the Packers, like this right. talking about, or the mm-hmm. Patriots that always seem to have special teamers that are willing to go kill people and be the best special teamers in the league. We just have never had that. We have the superstars for sure, but um, man, this is a business about winning. If you don't win, you get fired. And we're not, we have not won consistently enough. I don't think to give him um, a lot of, a lot of, a leeway. I, I think he's on the hot seat. I don't. I don't know if he'll go, but I definitely think his seat is is. You know, on your car, you can do one, two, or three dots to <laughs> seat seat warmer. Yes, he's on like a one and a half. I think he's a one and a half. He's, he's like, you're all. I I want. It's getting a little cold. Right. Do I need it hotter? That's where he's at right now for the two. All right. Fair enough. I just. I, I'm taking into not only that, but the what the ownership has done with previous GMs, like roller yeah. coasters and seasons and just they don't really do that they lock into a guy and they hold on so mm-hmm. yeah. i'm just not really seeing it I, I don't think he's done all that bad to warrant like 
you're out. You're on the streets, pal. Get out of here. Pack your bags. <laughs> you're on the streets. Yeah, I I think he's got at least one more year to figure it out. But I, I think, yeah, I think it's warming. making then good points. You're, you're, it's warming. It's warming. Yeah, it's it's a balmy yeah. seat. I would for say sure. it's more like a, a it's not cold. A, a, it's like a fart that warms your seat. Right. It's really just kind of warms uh, it for a hot second, and it's not then, pleasant. But then it push dissipates. It's for you to notice away. it. You noticed it though. Yeah. <laughs> You noticed it. It was Definitely hot and warm, it. but it was a self-inflicted warm and harm. And it yeah. stinks. It totally it somebody stinks. crack a window. Z the yeah. King one, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Blonded Surfer, who asked the question. Well, to put it shortly, after a week of holding Lombardi the llama on a higher pedestal, he's managed to fall down my surfboard very fast. <laughs> Coach and I will forever disagree on him as a play caller. <laughs> anyway, to light up the vibe some, you can only eat one food the rest of your life. Hey, what is it? Oh, one food. Easy. California burrito. Uh, add guac, <laughs> no pico. That's wow. heavy to eat forever. Ever. Get. It. If I can only eat one thing, just like call it. I'm good. Like I'll, I'll live yeah, for I'd a couple die years. Yeah, short. Yeah, because if you can only eat one Just thing, go for it. Yeah, I don't even California know. California burrito from Jalapenos and Carmel Mountain Ranch. <laughs> so what do you think? Uh, would you go with that? I, I'm I lean towards pizza, but as soon as Kevin said California burrito, it made me think of breakfast burritos, and I love oh. me a good breakfast burrito. Hey, eggs have a lot of protein. Absolutely, well, eggs still cheese, get gains. Taters, do we have bacon. To, do we have to like do our normal life and only eat one thing, or are we just like? Have we just given what? up and we're Yeah, because like, if I have to go about my normal life, if I have, if all I can eat is breakfast burritos, I won't be able to get anything done. I'll just be taking a nap. I think in the, in, the, in the vibe of what everyone's thinking as a Charger fan right now, doomsday. We're in doomsday mode, uh, doomsday food. What you're you got? prepping doomsday for doomsday. Food. You're bunkering down. Yeah. What's your, what's your one item? I don't know. I can't answer. I'll go with pasta. No food you for can, you. No soup I'll do, for you. I'll do a very general pasta, a bunch of different pasta? pastas. Nice. Yeah. All right, going heavy on the carbs. Sorry, carb, excellent. Carb look. I don't know. That's, that's okay. a hard carb. Hypothetical. I don't like it. I like food too much. There you go, blonded surfer. Thank you for asking the question. And I hope that one day maybe we will. <laughs> I hope that you guys will see. I hold on to hope. Yeah, maybe one day we'll see. I day. Yeah. All right. Still hope. Let's move it on now to. I'm not sure if this is ill agent, three agent. I'll tell you what it is, Kevin. Fresh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you that. All right. For a fact. Agent number three asking the question goes something like this There's plenty of room to improve, and the good news is we're on the plus side of 500 with six games left. Fans should also think of this as a multi year process to become perennial contender. I like the positivity there. I love this positivity, Agent. man. There's a lot Trace? of good, positive folks out there reminding us that, hey, we're still, we're still in this, folks. We're Man, not out. In previous years, if we could have, what I would have done to be over five hundred at this point. Oh, dude. This season. yeah. My last three since we started this podcast. Yes, yeah. we haven't had, <laughs> we haven't been at this record since we started this podcast. Right. So yeah. I'm feeling pretty good right. actually. Let's act like we're, we're actually there. We've got, we're six and five, folks. It's, yeah. it's not the end we're of the world. We're just gonna stack a couple W's. We just, yeah. we keep good game, crap game, good game, crap game. Let's go, good game, good game. <laughs> Right? Yeah, let's crap get some game, good, good game, good game. Yeah, GG. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then we get into the playoffs. Awesome. Good game, good game, good game. Yeah. Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super good Bowl. Game. Yeah. There you go. 
Ill agent, agent number three. I don't know who you are, but thank you for asking the question. <laughs> Ill agent. Uh, let's move it on to Bolts 999. Triple agent? Ooh, triple agent. That might be That's it. what it is, Kyle. You, mm, you solved you it. It's like the guy a... that looks at like uh, license plates and you figure <laughs> out what they say on the back. Yeah, Kyle yeah, just yeah. nailed it. There you go. Um, all right. Bolts 999 is next on the list. What do you think, Kev? Certified threat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who asked the question? <laughs> I'm not wrong for thinking uh, this team is soft, right? Whenever we play really physical teams, we get outclassed. There were a lot of missed tackles in this game, like an incredible amount. (sighs) I don't know. I mean, it's... Well, he's not even just saying the defense. I don't want to call us soft. He's saying, like, the whole team is soft. Yeah, we couldn't get a run game going at all, like, you activate Bradwell, but you don't use him. I I don't know. This this is a good question because it it feels like sometimes we we play hard and we're aggressive and we're taking our running back into the end zone, and sometimes we're doing what happened on Sunday, and mm-hmm. it's not it's not hard. It's soft. <laughs> Wouldn't say it's fully What's soft. What's the middle? What's a? <laughs> it's like half mass welterweight. Yeah, yeah. Like half mast. <laughs> yeah, it's not a heavyweight. Mast. It's not a featherweight. We're right there. We're in the middleweights. Middle yeah. It's just disappointment. It's just disappointing. Not being hard. It's just the disappointment. Jeez. Wow. Oh, what Mrs. is Wooly? I'm sorry what, for my brother. You dirty, dirty boy. Shut you up. are. Yeah, you are. What um, being not being hard is disappointing. You heard it I'll here say first, it again. folks. <laughs> I'll say it again. <laughs> it doesn't fix it, Kevin. Saying it more times. Right. Um, driving, driving the point. Yeah, I, I don't know, I don't, I, I don't know, I don't know what uh, if we're if it really is that we're playing physical teams. I mean, I feel like we've we have played physical. It's just our softness fluctuates like with our wins. Yeah, it's inconsistent. You know? It's we're inconsistently soft. soft. Yeah, <laughs> it's inconsistently soft. Right. You don't or want inconsistently this, hard. Right. You or, don't want this yeah. bounty, you know, dryer sheet in your in your dryer because you don't know if it's going to be soft or hard laundry. You don't know. Yeah. That's the chargers. So the glasses half full or glasses half empty. Glasses right. half soft, glasses half hard. You never know. Right. It's, it's a slush. <laughs> we've, we've, we're it's lost. an icy of sorts. <laughs> we're lost. All right. I get, I think, we're, I think none of us want to say that we're soft, but I think we're all saying that we're no. soft. No, <laughs> there's elements of softness. There, there's elements of softness. Okay. Yeah. All right. Bolts nine nine. Thank you for derailing the conversation. Let's move it on. <laughs> that was the craziest <laughs> answer I've ever heard. <laughs> Let's move it on. There's no logic to anything we just said. No. Sorry, Bolts. None 99. whatsoever. No. Zero. Let's move it on to Coach Lago, who asked the question. So, like, I mean, I guess I'm just a terrible fan. Like, if I don't like get on Twitter and just like say how bad Lombardi is or that Staley is so like totally overrated or how like totally awful Ninja Tommy is. I mean, like, oh my God, like (laughs) if we have a bad game, that's like the only way to be like a real fan. Ugh, like, duh. So like, guys, I have a totally real football question. Okay. Like, why don't we totally see more screens to Eckler? Okay. Okay, love you, bye. Okay, love you, bye. Good one, coach. Yeah. Uh, why don't we see more screens to Eckler? Why, Kyle? Why does... 
I need a definitive answer, I, and I, I need it I, now. <laughs> my my quick opinion is like I think they're utilizing them in so many other ways. Like they're sending them out on routes. They're sending them on other things that are being are successful. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like so maybe that's taking over some of those opportunities where because you saw that one big play where he targeted him right up the middle, um, and he got a big catch. It was like that. Can't remember specifically where it was, but maybe that has something to do with it. They're utilizing him more. And just that utilizing way. him differently, differently than the screen game because we haven't done a lot of the screen game to be honest. Well, we tried on Sunday and then we got called for an ineligible man downfield. Yeah, Lindsley had gotten downfield, and right. I guess Eckler had accidentally because well, when he runs the screen, if he's behind the line of scrimmage, the linemen are allowed to go as far as they want. Mm. So he got kind of bumped getting out, and I think he got too far downfield, and that's why they called it. Um, but yeah, so there's a couple of things. Screens are somewhat dangerous, right? If it gets snuffed out, if the defensive linemen recognize screen and they drop back, you're screwed. Because you got a quarterback there. There's usually one guy coming. At least one guy is not going to stop. If the screen's to the left, that whole right side's coming full speed at your quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's got nowhere to throw it. Because if he tries to throw it away, he throws a pick. So there is an element of, hey, this is not just a cookie cutter play. Um, and it is sprinkled in, but we're not gonna. You're never gonna see a team run six, seven, eight screens a game. You're mm-hmm. gonna see one or two, because uh, it really what a screen is to just to keep a team honest. They start getting a really good pass rush, and they start their guys start getting really aggressive. They start blitzing. That's when you run a screen to try to catch them getting upfield, sneak in behind them. Uh, but if you just run a screen against a base defense, it, it's it's not gonna have as much as much success as you think. As much as if they go man and we let Eckler be one-on-one with the linebacker, you're going to have just as much, if not more, success doing that. So part of it is, like you said, Kev, that matchup nightmare that Eckler already is. You don't need to run screens to, to take advantage of that. There you go, Coach Longo. There's your answer. Thank you for asking the question. Moving and you're on. not a terrible fan for not getting on Twitter and, and like, screaming no. at everyone. Bro, no, everyone's a, you can be a, you can be a good fan and do that. You can be a good fan and not do it. But some people just don't like doing it. I don't like doing it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I had to dip off of Twitter for the rest of that night. Pretty much, I was just like, I hopped on, like, want to see how all my friends are doing, and my friends weren't doing so good. Uh, they just were, were having a good time. And, <laughs> oh boy, uh, oh, I was already feeling pretty bad about myself at the moment. So I don't want to hear any more of that, so I had to take a break. Yeah, yeah. French fried so, potatoes. French fried potatoes. Coach Lago, thank you for asking the question. Moving on now to Senior Snappy. Who asked the question? Where is 30 when it matters? Hmm? Why do we endure so many critical plays with lame ass running backs subbed in? F those motherfuckers. Also, f you, Tillery, and f the donkeys. <laughs> Snappy. Snappy. Snappy tonight. Mm. Mm. He's snapping mm. us. Salty yeah. snappy. Sassy snappy. <laughs> Sassy snappy. I think we we got to still remember like last game we played in Denver at really high altitude and they were rotating those guys in and out a little bit more than mm-hmm. they had in the past. And I think that well, has a lot to do with it. They cut to Eckler on the sideline a few times and he's like, <gasps> <sighs> like, mm-hmm. that's why you didn't see 30 out there for, you know, 70 snaps. When Eckler has been hurt the last two seasons, we've missed significant time. This yeah. has been the first season we've had him where he's been healthy the whole year, not really right. missed anything. Right. And part of that is load management, man. You cannot run these guys into the ground and 
He had four touchdowns a week ago and however hundreds of yards. <laughs> and then you go to elevation. Yeah, he, he's going to get subbed here and there. The timing sometimes sucks. And I think that's because of a lack of a number two. It's, you almost know what they're going to do once a bat, once somebody else comes in. And it makes us too predictable. Mm. Um, so we need, we need a good number two. Denver had it. Those two guys are both good ball carriers. They're both right. good running backs. We need a number two that we can rely on and take some of the load off of Eck for sure. Yeah. They're just, seems like we're just floundering trying to figure out who the hell that is. Yeah. One week somebody's activated, one week they're not. Then Kelly plays, gets like a couple runs, but flies over people, but not doing anything. It's just like, it's so complicated. It's hard to keep track of what's happening right. in that running back room. Yeah. Go get, what's this? What was it? Kalen Balage? Wasn't that who we picked up last year? Yeah. Yeah. Go get him again. Well, he's on the Steelers, so you have to pry well, it from the Steelers' cold, dead hands. Well, they don't need him. I'm not saying they do. I'm just saying he has yeah. a home. Um, no. no, I feel you, senior snappy. Yeah, if we could have yep. a, a a consistent number two, a solid number two, one that we know that's the number two, it could be a different you, situation. Yeah, you do feel it when X not in there, for sure. Right. All right. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Swim Shady, who asked the question. Everyone is getting upset with our first-year head coach. They forget that he exactly that, a first-year head coach. Herbert is learning his 1,000th playbook in the past three years. I love where our team is going. Still excited. We need a speedster for sure. Also, there are some great veterans that are going to be free agents next year. Hopefully, our culture can attract some nice names. Def need to cut the dude that replaced Matt on the line. Also, cut Tillery. I ran out of hope for him. Tired of missed tackles, too. Yeah, Tillery's cut, just cut, 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 frustrating. Cut, 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 cut. I'll give him that. The, the Tillery thing is just frustrating. Yeah, he's not getting another contract. He's oh, just, he's no not way. He's no, the epitome no. of inconsistent right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, there would be times money there'd be times where he'd be in the backfield and he would have had a great move to get by and just let him run right by him. And yeah. just was like, what? Jerry, you're supposed to tackle the guy with the you're ball. You're supposed it's to tackle work. Jerry. Yeah. Hey, hey Jer, <laughs> Jer, 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 why don't you focus here. up here, pal? Come on, Jer. Yeah. Um, oh, he's only in the third year of his contract. Golly. Oh, it means we have him a whole another year. It means we'll, yeah, we'll be hanging on to Unless him probably. Unless he just gets cut. But isn't that crazy last week with those undrafted guys, how much better our defensive line looked? Like, it how much feels better we way, played yeah. against the run? Like, it just felt better. Like, yeah. hopefully the coaches look at, look at it and like, and, and I think um, Tillery got a whole, like, he played most of that game. He didn't really come out. Like I thought, I, I'm hoping we can see some kind of reduction in in his plays to give some of these other guys a chance because it's just not fun to watch Tillery out there right now. Mm -hmm. Big time, Swim Shady. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Carl Bolingtoft. Carl, who asked the question: Will the Chargers ever be consistently good? Will Chargers ever stop giving me either a heart attack or a depression? Will the Chargers ever love me back? <laughs> so far, my 30-something years of being a Charger fan, no, there's not a lot. You have little blips of love, um, but most of the time you're getting rejected or, or you know. That's why you just have stood to up. appreciate like our fan the good focus. times. He got stood yeah. up. Yeah. We're getting stood yeah. up a lot. You yeah. know what I mean? You just got to appreciate the good times. And appreciate the good times. Roll with the bad ones. Right. And know that 
we don't know what the future holds for this team as far as where it'll be next season. We we don't know how this team is going to play the rest of this season. We could, we could win out. Sources say probably not, but we could (laughs) win out. So um, you just got to, you know, (laughs) prepare for the worst and hope for the best. Yeah. But everyone wants to be consistent. Every team, like the goal is consistently good. Every team has off years and (laughs) blips and like, I don't know, like, well, there's no undefeated team right now in, in for this season. So yes, there are teams that have more wins than losses, but I mean, this season right now, there's a lot of people that are in the 50, 50 range. Then again, doesn't it always seem like the Packers are good and the Patriots are always good. And Mm -hmm. like, there's some teams that are just consistently always good. I think a lot of that has to do with quarterback play too, man. You're looking at quarterbacks on these teams that are always good and like they can but we've have a all, lot we've of We've had good quarterbacks. We have, but I think Justin is kind of in a different tier. You know what I mean? Like he, I think he's still young. I'm not saying anything bad about Phil. Um, I love you, Phil. But I think there, <laughs> there's an element. that way. Kyle, shut up. <laughs> I, I think there's an element of like when you have a quarterback like this, just got to build around him properly. And I think we're getting there in terms of getting him all the pieces he needs. Because look what he did last game. Like He was still balling out. He was, you know, we want to push it down the field. We want to do this stuff. We want to scramble. We want to make all the plays. He's going to make mistakes. That's what's happening. We're just asking a lot of him right now Mm -hmm. to to carry us through all these games. We need to get a running game. We need to have running backs be able to step up and, and control the clock and help this offense. And we're just not really getting it right now. So it's just a lot. I, th- I think we're close. I really do. I feel like we're going to have better, more, we're going to have more fun than we will bad times moving forward. <laughs> what that actually means, I don't know, but it's something lost, like that. Dude. We're I just frowning here. We're spiraling. Lost, dude. It's a weird we, episode. We are just not spiraling. <laughs> we're just lost. We don't know. Just like you guys. Like, right. We're confused. Too. We it's don't like, have the answers. Last, last year, we have a coach that wants to run the ball every play, and we hate the running game. We want to throw the ball. <laughs> now we're throwing to be like, damn, we need a running game. What are we doing? We need running backs. It's like we're just lost grasping right now. <laughs> we're lost we at sea. Somebody throw me a lifesaver. Somebody. I don't know if we'll ever be consistently good. I can't. We can't help you, Carl. Just get on board. <laughs> just hang we'll out, go, man. We'll it's it's going to be a fun ride. Yeah. Right. Just... It goes up, it goes down, it goes side to side. And when we beat the Steelers and we beat the Browns and they're awesome games, you just love it and live in it and enjoy it. Absolutely. And one day we will win a Super Bowl. One day we will. It has to happen. The odds are are there. Yeah, it has to. Has to. Carl, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on to Mike Nava, who asked the question. What would you guys say is hurting the Chargers more that they need to clean up to right the ship? Drops currently. The, the, there's a few things, ourselves. but penalties. The, stop drops. beating yourselves. Exactly. The drops is killing, and the penalties are killing. Those penalties are the two are, big things you yeah. can clean up right now. Yep. And not need to bring in new people. No roster change. Just stop dropping the ball and stop committing penalties, and we'll be in good shape. Big time. We'll be fine. Yeah. I, I mean, that could completely change where we are right now. And hopefully they, I'm sure they realize that. I'm sure they're aware of that. They're very smart. They're very smart people. Get paid a lot more money than we do. do. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Thank you for asking the question, Mike. Let's move it on to Gavin Gibson, who asked the question. I just want to say that no matter how bad the loss is, you can always rely on the guys at Chacha Chet to cheer you up. Hey, hey, hey. Should we have won? Yes. Is the season over? Heck no. Let's support our team no matter what. As coach said, both the f- 
cup. Hey, love you, bye. Oh, that Gavin. was certified awesome, Gavin. Yeah, I love that <laughs> shit. Dope. That's yeah, good, Gavin. Man, it does. It, this week sucked. We should have won. We lost. Guess what we get to do? We get to go play one of the best again. teams in the AFC. We get, get to play, to play the Bengals. Yeah. We get to just down the throat. And we're going to win. <laughs> it's going to feel great. It's going to feel so good. It's going to feel so good. Thank I'm you. I'm just excited. Like, I, we, we got to remember, too. Like, we got to enjoy, like, we're not going to have a lot of football left. Like, even if we get into it's the playoffs, weeks. like, yeah. we're over, we're past the point of, even if we go to the Super Bowl, like, we're past halfway for everything right so just enjoy enjoy these games because i was thinking about it. i was like man i'm pissed off right now but shit like am i is it worse Don't to be pissed off and not have yeah. football <laughs> right or is it worse to just not have like i, I we have football we have charge of football let's enjoy yeah, it let's exactly. have fun yes yeah the the downtime between in, in that off season is so long it's such a long it's time. So long. So just winter's coming, guys. Winter enjoy is it. coming. <laughs> so just enjoy it while you can. Uh, Gavin Gibson, thank you for reminding us to stay shamelessly positive. Moving on now to Bobby Caldrone. Bobby, who asked the away. question. At what point do Herbie and DJ go into that locker room and just absolutely lay into the team? It feels like both are single-handedly keeping this team in games of late, not just in personality, but might light a fire. Either way, I don't see how we don't win the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> Caleb, you bye. <laughs> Thanks, Bobby. Bobby, you're the man. You are the I love man. It. Just blind, just positivity. Absolutely. I, love that. I, I, I don't need my eyes. No, and honestly... I. Who's to say that Herbie's not going in the locker room and firing these guys up or DJ? Just like, we don't know. I mean, honestly, the only time we look in the locker room is when we win and they're handing out game balls. Like, outside of that, we don't really get to see what's going on behind closed doors. So, I mean, Herbie, this season, during the frustrating times, has at least shown that he is getting frustrated, that he is upset that we aren't moving the ball down the field. And he's and he's talking to these guys. So, you could be talking to these guys in in the locker room and try to fire them up. I'd like to think so, since I can't see. But Bobby, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Cerberus Twenty One. This is certified fresh, <laughs> okay, for sure. Who asked the question? What in the cocksucking, whole licking mother of a mouth shitting fuck was that game? <laughs> From just letting Teddy bitch Walker walk into in, that end zone to the stupid ass personnel decisions I could hardly watch. Sergeant Senior Calaman, are you fucking kidding me? Denver's backup defense line made online look like a bunch of sorry ass butt sniffing chumps. Minus Slater. Fucking love you, Slater, okay? <laughs> Herbert's our savior and unanimous leader, but sometimes he's the dude and other times he's just a dude. I need to see him be always the dude. And no, not just one dude disguised as another dude playing a dude. It's almost as if when Staley said we need to play as a unit on Sunday, we woke up at all like, suck my unit. God damn. <laughs> because I like to see siblings in the natural habitat. If you guys were in a life or death situation and you could only save one brother, but the other would die. Who would it be? I expect you all to answer. Okay, love you, bye, motherfucker. So this, what? So 
So Break down is, the ground rules for this hypothetical. Okay. Oh, between the three of us, if we you can guys were in one. a life or death situation and you can only save one brother, but the other would like die, I'm holding who there's would it a be? cliff. I'm holding both hands. And you're losing strength. And I need to like cliffhanger. I gotta yeah. go to one. Yeah. Oh, let me go. <laughs> let me yeah. You you guys have lives and families. I have two cats. They'll they'll be taken <laughs> care of. Let fine. me go. <laughs> let me go. Oh yeah. I would never. I'll just jump with you guys, all three of us together. <laughs> yeah. We'll, go we'll just go off together. Yeah, we'll all get in a convertible. <laughs> yeah. We'll go out Thelma and Louise style. We'll just drive uh, off the cliff together. Caleb, you bye. We're all holding Caleb, hands. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. There you Good go. Answer. Uh, he expects us all to answer. So, all right, uh, Wooly. Fine. What if I got to let one of you two it. go? Yeah. Oh, yeah. don't make me choose. It's okay. You would kill me. I know. I would. I'm I sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for saying it and not making yeah. it. <laughs> okay. I get it. I understand. I was late to the party. I, I was know. a little annoying little brother. Yeah. I, I mean, imagine if I actually like knew both of you guys like for the exact same amount of time and like and enjoyed yeah. your company equally. Uh -huh. Oh, I I just like I would kill myself. <laughs> just be yeah, like <laughs> any real shitty situation. Yeah. Like we're all going together. Yeah. <laughs> Thelma and Louise, me. Um. Yeah. All right, yeah, Cerberus. Hope that uh, hope that vent session gets, worked for you. Who do you want to watch the cats take the cats? Mm. Do you know what Kevin does with his cat? Right yeah, now? I know what he does with his cat. <laughs> Is that how you want your cats treated? <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm not. Uh, wait, you guys make me sound like I'm some terrible pet owner. My cat has swiped at my children many a times because he's an asshole. So he's got this sweet little cat apartment, and we go visit him. It is from time it's to so time. sweet. There's so many windows, the and yeah, there's one it? window. Where is it? And he's got a bed and it's a place tornado to eat and safe. He's definitely safe. Oh, yeah, he doesn't have to go safe. anywhere if there's a tornado. Yeah, yeah, he's right there in the basement, ready to rock. Ready to rock. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you should probably give the cats to to Kyle because I I probably wouldn't take care of him. I'm I'd, yeah, I'd probably either give him to Kyle or. Put him up for adoption or something. <laughs> Give him to neither of you. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't. Yeah, I. I demand that he that they don't go to either one of you. Um, <laughs> we do a giveaway. We'll do a giveaway on Charger Chat. <laughs> uh, we, we all love our pets. This is just a joke. We're not, get some sports. We're not giving away you tickets. Can do it. We're giving away we cats you. this week. <laughs> Wow, the charging guys are really falling apart. They're really desperate with these giveaways. Yeah, these guys really need follows and views. Oh man, You're giving away cats. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe okay? if you want these cats to live. Um, oh no, we don't want to upset the cat community. I've seen that documentary. Oh no, we no, don't mean it. No, not at all. No, they're safe and sound with me, folks. Yeah, don't worry love, about it. We love cats. Um, yeah. All right, Cerberus Twenty One. Thank you for asking the question. <laughs> Let's move it on now to Okie Doggy, who asked the question. Woof, woof. <laughs> Shoot. What is becoming a pet peeve of yours when watching this team? Dropped passes that have a chance to be picked off? Penalties when something goes right? Injuries at key positions? Also, are there things you guys want to see this team do that we haven't seen done this year or since last year, actually? Because last year, we would have been up in games only to piss it all away in the fourth, whereas this year, we put ourselves in the hole instead. <sighs> what is most hmm. frustrating? 
Um, I don't know about overall. This this Sunday, a couple of times I saw on third and short stuff, our corners were back at like seven, eight yards. And I'm like, mm, what what interesting. Are, what are we gonna do there? How are we gonna stop a five yard hitch for a first down? That to me was really like on third and short stuff, we can't play the stop big plays. Come closer let's to play the, line. the stop the first down. Yeah, let's get up and press. Be aggressive, go blitz, make him throw the ball quick and make a play. Mm, interesting. Um, so that that was kind of frustrating. I might maybe that'll be the coach's corner this um coming week. We'll see. Mm, all right. I just don't like seeing Herbert on the ground. That's my pet peeve. Mm. Like he, he got hit so many freaking times this game. I don't I can't what how I don't even know how many times he got sacked, but it was like probably the highest of the year so far. I think three sacks was what it was. I think three feels so about many. right. But he had a lot of pressures and he was hit just, a lot. I just didn't like seeing him get. I just don't like my boy getting, you know, mm. jostled and thrown around like that. Yeah. Well, there's. Well, I I'm I don't like us being having like the most dropped passes in the league. <laughs> yeah, that's a pet peeve. That is yeah. that is a huge pet peeve <laughs> of mine right in now. In the league, yeah, yeah I guess that's a good one. I yeah. don't. That's not the record that I want our team to have right now. But yeah. Um, and as far as like uh, things we see this team do that we haven't done since last year. I mean, <clears throat> I know that I'm not saying that this is Lombardi's fault, but we haven't really seen the deep balls that we've got so accustomed to last year that we were seeing T. Billy and Guyton get, uh, and even Mike Williams from time to time. Like, we have saw some of that this year, but I don't know. It feels like last year it just happened more consistently. I could be wrong that it happened, didn't happen consistently. It just feels like we saw more of it, and we just haven't really had a chance to see much of that this year. Fair enough. Okay. There you go. Okie doggy. Thank you for asking the question. Moving on now to Jeremy, who asked the question. Many people of you on Twitter thought the Herbert interceptions brought you to darkness, but you merely adopted the dark. I was born in it, molded by it. Moses Moreno was my best hope at one time. I didn't see the light again until I was already a man in the form of Philip Rivers. <laughs> By then, it was nothing to me but blinding daggummit. Calm down, Bolt Fam. Now is not the time for fear. That will come later for the Bengals. Jeremy, I love, love it, Love it, Jeremy. Love that shit. Yes. Everybody, calm down. Calm your <laughs> Just tits. calm the f- down yeah um now is not the time for fear. now is the time to rally behind these guys i mean yeah we got a big game sunday it's easy to rally behind a team that is consistently winning it's harder to rally behind them that have devastating losses like this teams that are winning don't need our moral support no. <laughs> they don't right the teams that There's aren't doing well need us to like Give them a thumbs up on Twitter. Yeah. Tag them in some shit that's positive. Right. Like, that's what we need to do. Let them know that we're it's thinking ha- about them. Us bitching isn't going to help them play any better. Right. It just isn't. Right. So there you go. Jeremy, thank you for reminding us to all calm the heck down. And we yeah, go buddy. out of Ask Bolt Fam with Gruder McBolt, who asks the question. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we're still above 500. Yay. <laughs> Let's play a game. Kyle, Kevin, and Wooldog, it time travel were possible. Would you rather go to the Epic in Miami game or the 1963 AFL championship game? <laughs> yeah, love you, bye. <laughs> oh. 
I love. Good question. Love I'd go to the Epic <laughs> in Miami for sure. Yeah? Yeah. I want to go to... 1963 was, football was not be that fun to watch. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Think so? It would be... But I would like hand to do that off. because hand it would be off. Hand the ball so hand the different. Ball but weren't they airing yeah. it out in the 63? I think that's what they were... That's what uh, our Bolt history was, is that they kind of oh, changed... Oh, did you just go Bolt history on us? Mm. Bet your f***ing ass I did. Pull Mike my back, back. I learned a lot from him. <laughs> but they, they were they were throwing it then. It was like uh, Bambi and all that on and that team. Mm. So I... I just, just for time travel purposes in general, <laughs> the 60s are a lot further away than I, the late 70s, early 80s. Mm-hmm. I, I can picture what the late 70s, or early 80s look like. I wouldn't mind going to a stadium and, you know, spending 25 cents on a beer and having, um, you know, <laughs> I'm way, a nickel I'm, popcorn. <laughs> I'm way off. The final score of the game, wait, let me see if this is true. The Western Division champion San Diego Chargers won fifty-one to ten. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what I'm That's a talking weapon. about. Yeah. Oh man, because the, the Epic in Miami answer. was stressful. But the Epic in Miami is fun. That's just that you're bored after the halftime. No. You're, <laughs> yeah, you're you rubbing are. it in some nineteen sixties faces. Twiddling. There's no Twitter. They wouldn't know to how to handle anything. my shit you're talk. They haven't even them. heard some of the words we've taught. We use here. It's just a fact. Kevin would be dabbing all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be like, what Come is on, wrong guys. with this child? Y-M-C-A. Let's go. Let's go. Um, I kind of think the AFL championship too, for me, I think that would be just what a time to be alive. Um, yeah, I would know what I would do. I'd go to this. I'd learn how to play guitar. First of all, then I would take a guitar and an amp with me. Then I would play Thunderstruck in 1963, like plug me into some kind of amplifier and fucking rock that out for them. It'll be like Marty McFly. Like you, you, you won't that. like, you don't like this, but your kids are going to love it. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's what I would do. Is this ACDC? Well, listen to this. <laughs> yep, that's it. That's how I would do that. I love it. All right, Gruder McBolt, thank you for asking the question. <laughs> thank you for that question. Good that question, was Gruder. Sick. That was fun. Yeah, I dude. still think I would choose Epic in Miami. That's but fine. Good you're, answer, allowed guys. To, you're allowed to pick that. Nobody says huh. you can't. Um, all right. Well, that is it for Ask Bolt Fam. Thank you all for asking all of these wonderful questions. We love it each and every week, especially after a loss that we had. Uh, mm-hmm. You guys really, you know, we, we look for people to make our days happy because yeah, we make you guys happy, but who makes us happy? It's you guys. Okay. It's a two way street. You guys make a, put smiles on our faces with all these wonderful questions. We love it. Uh, and that is just about it for this episode. But before we go, we've got to make some bolt predictions. We are playing Cincinnati next week in Cincinnati. And uh, it's a morning game. I don't know what the temperature is going to be in Cincinnati, but I'm sure it'll be fine as per usual. So what are the bolt predictions for the Chargers against Cincinnati Bengals? I will go first. I got 27-24 bolts, and I have Burrow sacked five times because I really want that to happen. <laughs> Speaking it into existence. I like that. Wow, wow, we wow. Very nice. You go, Bulldog. What you got? Um, I'm going to say 20, I'm going to say 2013 and I'm going to say, I'm going to say Drew Tranquil gets a sack. Like it. He's due. He's due for something to happen. No, I take it back. I take it back. Bolt prediction. Andre Roberts runs it back for a touchdown. Oh, I like it. Punt touchdown. Punt return touchdown. 
All right. I'm going 28-27 Chargers. Ooh, close one. And no drop balls and <laughs> no penalties. Oh, my God. Bold. Very bold. That is and I, bold. Very bold. I, I did just look up clean the it weather. Up. It's definitely going to be cold. It's a high of 46 and a low of 34 for the day. Okay. Dude, be a cold 46. I still wear shorts in 46 degree Yeah, but weather. these guys live in the weather that I live in, and right. that's really cold for me. You know what? You know what? They're soft. I think we're right. I think we learned our lesson on this, didn't we? Soft mm. when it comes to the warmth and the Kevin, cold. Kevin, you're from here, you dumb dumb. <laughs> but I've acclimated to being hard. Oh my God, you're so dumb. Let's end this episode. <laughs> Take us out. I can't talk to him anymore. Can't even look at him. Anymore. All right, folks, that is going to do it for Charge of Chat. Don't forget, <laughs> please, for the love of God, don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. Happy birthday, Hillary. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, <laughs> love you. Bye. Bye, Hillary. Bye. Bye. <laughs> and now, a word from our sponsors. Come on, Max. Drop Lombardi. Come on, Max. Drop him. Max, come on. Drop him. <sighs> what am I going to do with this dog? Sounds like you need to take your dog to Coach Kyle's Dog Training School. Coach Kyle's Dog Training School teaches your dog all the top tricks every dog should know. Like drop it, chilling out, and bolting the f*** up. Well, what about shake? What about shutting up? Coach Kyle's Dog Training School. You don't have to do it, but you probably should. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.